0: all right we are recording hello everybody out there in heart and hustle land welcome to another episode of heart and hustle visionary healers movers and shakers i am your tribal hostess paulette Denis. i'm really thrilled to be here today with my longtime friend right we've got to figure out how long we've known each other amy sigil from Umada.
1: Woo. Amy's in the house. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. And I'm in my house and you're in your house. So this is kind of cool. We're like in the houses. We're in the houses. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So
0: great to have you here. Finally, we've been trying to do this Thank for months you so
1: months. much. <laughs> months and months.
0: It's great. It's great.
1: So how are you? I am so good. Ah, well, you look I'm fabulous. So good. Thank you. I feel really good. 2019 already. I've had some like major shifts yeah. in my consciousness. I think, and I feel fantastic. I really do. Nice. Good. Well, you look it. And we were having Thank off
0: you. off camera. We were having a discussion about gray hair. <laughs> yes. Gotta love it, we work hard for this gray hair, right? I am really embracing it, it's rather sexy. It's absolutely sexy, yeah. Yeah. So good, it's so good. So uh, for those of you who, who aren't sure what I do, I am, like I said, your tribal hostess. I am your movement motivator and your passion instigator and your transformational lifestyle coach while running a global dance company. And Amy and I go
1: back, 20 years, maybe 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's you for me, 20 years. <laughs> me for you, maybe, maybe a few years less.
0: <laughs> so, so, and it's so great to have been able to stay connected, you know, sometimes yeah. it's years and sometimes it's months and every now and then it's weeks, but uh, it's yeah. really nice to, to still have that beautiful connection with you, Amy. And We've we've been able to share stages recently, well not quite so recent, but fairly recently. Uh, and that's been really fun too. Really awesome.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate your presence really um, on social media too for me because it does it's a while before I see you, but honestly I feel really connected to your journey. I always try to catch heart and hustle. One time I watched it, I think I sent you a picture. But I watched it on the side of the freeway. Well, one of our motorcycles was broke down. Oh my <laughs> God. No, I didn't. Raven was like doing some motorcycle work and she was like, I think it's going to be like an hour. And I just found this little spot and I watched Heart and Hustle. But I'm really happy that you are so generous with your movement and spiritual journey. It's really wow. amazing to know you this way, mm-hmm. as well as dance, of course.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. And you know, it is to me, of course, it's all interconnected because it's my life and it's my passion and it's what I give to the world It's my purpose. And if you hear my dogs, both of them are over there speaking right now. I just heard that and I thought,
1: what is it? They're speaking to each other.
0: Gracie, Gracie, Grace.
1: It's okay. I have dog fever so bad. (laughs) You can come over anytime. I want dogs so bad but raven says i can only have a dog when i can take care of her. well yes.
0: i wonder why that is.
1: It's not right now. she's <laughs> she she doesn't want to do one more thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a jam. so
0: so um i for those of you out there who aren't familiar with amy amy can you tell us a little bit about your your work, your passion, your journey?
1: yeah, i'm um I am a movement uh, creator as well as a coach when it comes to movement. I'm a director of energies through movement, and I also teach a lot of dance class. And you've been doing that for how long? 20 years. This year, I'm celebrating my 20th year. Yes. This, This year. So that's so special. And of course, I started teaching way before I was ready to be teaching, like, most teachers. But um it's it's been amazing this 20 years. Yeah. And I remember when you started teaching. Yes. And this is what's crazy. I was just talking to somebody and I was saying a lot of people who I have envied in the past of their dance careers of starting when they were three, four, five years old and having these incredible trained careers. I know who I was before dance and who I was after dance, like a lot of people don't get to know that, but I actually do know what I did before dance yeah. and what I did after dance, and dance has made me a better human really in, in in every regards, and it's just been such a blessing to stumble into it, you know well,
0: you found your creative power
1: yeah and You're- this this community this yeah. community specifically too this community specifically i don't i don't know what actually that's what i'm saying i do know where i would be without it i absolutely do
0: yeah well it's true and and because our dance styles similar yet different so revolve around the the connection and the group right it's not about solo dance per se it's about they're really having a glow conversation here you'll have to pardon me one second
1: <laughs> yes they handle the kids Go, go.
0: <laughs> they're just they're not quite sure okay so anyway um, uh, our dance revolves around that connection and having those people uh, but, but Amy you've always had such a unique vision and as a dancer, as a choreographer as an artist and not everybody can step into that role a lot of people can be Dancers and movers and followers and even leaders and teachers But there's some people who take the lead further as you have Um, And it's it's been so Amazing to watch you unfold over those 20 years into that role and into your global presence and into your success and I know it hasn't always been easy.
1: So what motivates you? Mm, thank you for saying all of that. And it's cool too, because I listen to you on Heart and Hustle so much and I just type in, but this is like my own personal <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really going really to cherish this and possibly play it back when I need to hear it. Um, I definitely, Am motivated. Oh, there's so many things, but the first thing that pops into my mind is I have two daughters and a grandbaby, and almost the second grandbaby. Oh, month. So I had kids so early. I was 21 when I had my first daughter. And I know that there's a lot of reasons outside of kids, and it feels like such a generically artistic answer to say, but. I really do feel motivated for my daughters to know that all of the times that I wasn't with them, I was building something bigger, you know, Mm -hmm. that I was creating something that was going to inspire them as well. So, I mean, I I love to, actually, I don't love to dote over them too much, really. I'm not that kind of mom, (laughs) but (laughs) I want to make the work that I have away from my kids so important so they know that when I was gone for two months doing this work, that it was feeding this giant love. I guess I'm motivated by love. It was, it was creating this giant love factory that goes around and I come home so fulfilled that I just feel so strong for these girls. Tangerine's about to have her second baby. And I talked to her yesterday and she said, mom, I'm not worried about it. I don't even know if you're going to make it. It's going to be so fast, she said. And I said, I'm only an hour and 15 minutes away. And she's like, I don't know. I'm going to have this baby. <laughs> said, this, this confidence motivates me a lot. And this big work, I think I'm motivated by all this love that happens in, in movement, most of all. And then deadlines. Let's be. Deadlines are good, you know. You start getting paid for what you love and then you have to do it. Yeah. And you do it even more. <laughs> And you have to do it by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm motivated by the roof over my
0: head. That's a good thing to be motivated by and yeah. grateful for, right? Yeah. I mean, it revolves around motivation and gratitude.
1: Yeah. But I'm definitely not always motivated like most people, of course. I think people see me as a very motivated person, but I'm pretty mellow. I'm not a perfectionist. I don't just like stress over or whether it was, I literally have said millions of times out loud to Unmata, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. What about this? It's fine. I'm not a perfectionist at all. I prefer to sleep until nine, nine 30, have coffee for a while, then cram whatever I'm supposed to do in, you know, I wish I honestly had a little bit more pure motivation, but I think a lot of it comes from work ethic showing up. I don't think I'm brilliant by any means. I think I just really do show up.
0: Well, I might beg to differ on that, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some serious holes in my reasoning sometimes.
0: <laughs> you know, I, it's, to stand up and own what you do as an artist, I think takes a lot of, a lot of heart and a lot of vulnerability. And, and you've definitely put yourself out on, on stage. So, so actually, for those of you who don't know, so Amy has uh, has a, a dance troupe called Unmata that you've had for 15 years, fifteen years, and many of the same women still dance with you. Is that correct? Still, yeah.
1: no turnover, same four. We just hit eleven years. Yeah, with the same four. It's just crazy.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. So there's a lot of connection, there's a lot of creativity, there's a lot of trust. Yeah. And a lot of success. Yes, yes. yes. They're so great. And so what what's been hard? Hard is definitely- I mean you, wait, so you have a studio, right? Yes. Yes, yes. You yes. have a studio in Sacramento and you tour the, the world. Uh, and which we've both been so fortunate to be able to do.
1: Yeah, special.
0: So amazing. Uh, and you teach classes when you're home?
1: No. No, no. more cl- No more classes. Okay. Uh, so you have people teaching for you? Yes. Yeah. Really, the studio is kind of its own now. Um, I've stepped away from a lot of responsibility in the last couple of years kind of started in 2013. I had this super emotional breakdown in a hotel room with my daughter, plum and started working on changing some things Mm -hmm. and took me two years to make changes of finishing up contracts, working with how I needed the studio to run. And I don't know if you remember, but I sold everything and I bought a truck and trailer and I toured the U S for one year without working.
0: I remember, I remember I, I saw you and you were just about to, to go. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going on your motorcycle though. I did that too.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then I came home and I parked the truck and trailer and I got on the motorcycle and was gone for months as well. Yes. You know, I think a lot of people don't really realize
0: what it takes um, to be not only a teacher, but a performer and an entertainer and, and to travel like that.
1: Yeah. And being your best self all the time is really exhausting.
0: Yeah. And, and emotionally draining. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I love the travel. I loved going, you know, to Australia for a month and New Zealand and, and Europe and whatever. And, uh, and it was great, but man, you know, and then sometimes you just want to be home.
1: Yeah. It was two years. And then I totally hit that wall. And I was like, I have to come home but I have to learn not to run away, which is what I was doing before in a good way. I made all the little steps so I could run away for a while, but now the studio, I don't teach there at all. I have a lot of great friends and mm-hmm. teachers that I admire that teach there, but it's a live workspace. So I actually rented out the the live space cause I used to live there, but now a woman named Alicia lives there and she's a painter and she gets really good deal on rent and she pays what the studio doesn't make every month. So sometimes it's really great, sometimes it's not as great, but it's still a great place for her. So I'm kind of like not responsible for the studio right now at all. Even financially, which is amazing. I don't have to worry if there's enough rentals or enough this, because I have Alicia there to kind of cushion it. So I think i found a way to like hold my space, but step back a little bit, because the studio was hard for sure. Yeah. The studio well, was really- I closed mine. <laughs> And your studio was sick. Mine's like a living room in comparison Yeah, you had going on there.
0: It it was great. It was fantastic for eight years. It was amazing. It's actually still there, but it's not mine. It's not run by me.
1: Is it a dance studio still?
0: It is a dance studio. It's it's changed owners two other times since me. Uh, The woman who runs it now is fantastic. And I I even teach there now and then. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it was kind of full circle. But, you know, you got to give things up. You got to continue. You got to move on. You got to grow. Otherwise, what happens?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think in the beginning, you just say yes to everything. And then you start being like, okay, I don't have to say yes to everything. And this business, they book you so early. It's crazy. I mean, I do not like that I can tell you what I'm doing November of 2020. November 13th of 2020. I could tell you what I'm doing. Like, this is the one thing about this job. And I might even say the only thing that really kills me is this kind of planning because I have kids who have babies and people get sick and end up in the hospital and things like that. And, oh, I just last minute trips to the river, Hmm. you know, I have to like schedule my river trips. So
0: I, I'm not doing that anymore.
1: Oh, tell me, I need it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I, am, I, I do have a summit coming up in October in Hawaii. Uh, so that's as far as I am. Oh, how nice. But I've really stepped back from teaching. Uh, I do a lot of online stuff now, though, which I really love.
1: Yeah, uh, and working at home then, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. So
0: most of the traveling I do now is in my little vintage trailer with my husband. <laughs>
1: oh, I love that so
0: much. <laughs> and my dogs, my dogs. Yeah.
1: What are you pulling the trailer with right now?
0: Uh, GMC Sierra.
1: 1500. Oh.
0: 1500 is all we need. Yeah, we did the 1500 Dodge Ram. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and we're, we're actually selling one of them right now.
1: I thought I actually looked at it. That mm. Amy Sigil, because right now I also got my eye on a 1957 Chevy pickup truck. No,
0: I want that yeah actually and i want I, I a 1957 Bel Air station
1: wagon nomad we could be right beside each other i had one in high school and i let her go when i had tangerine and i wish i wouldn't have done that but no i can't have your trailer too but oh i looked at it because <laughs> we're going to get another one but you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway
0: that's the point is that i've come i'm going to be 62 this year amy you're just so a young baby to... at 45.
1: <laughs> Look, i got so much left.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so good. I have so much left. Yeah. But, um, but priorities shift. And I don't want to teach 20 classes a week anymore. Oh. No, you know, and travel every weekend and all that. But, but what's so great is that, and like you, you found a, an alternative. You found ways to pass things on. And that's been a thing that I've been working on forever is how to pass it on. Yeah. How does re- remain, retain the legacy and the integrity, the professionalism and the joy?
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, there's that whole blend of pleasure and business, pleasure and business. And I have beautiful women all around the world who are my master teachers and my certified teachers and all my different levels. And I'm just doing another teacher training online with my tribal groups, which I'm really excited about. Um, and, you know, so it's just the next step in entrepreneurship, in leadership. Yeah. And how to, how to pass it on with integrity.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. And being creative, trying to find those ways.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, for someone like you who's put down... Well, you have your certification program. Yes. And how are you doing that online yet? Or are you doing it all in person?
1: No, I'm still doing it all in person right now. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> 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 <Chuck. laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, that's something to think about.
0: Uh, but you do have to, if if you are loving what you're doing, and you want it to remain and you want it to continue, and you also want to what's the word? Um, remain the the figurehead, right uh,
1: and also make money off of what you've done. Yeah, I would like to work. Yeah. I would definitely like to work for at least the next 30 years. And I don't have a retirement. um, So I would like to work for as long as I can in the most minimal ways that I can. (laughs) Yeah. So you can take that pickup and that trailer. (laughs) Exactly. And I just bought a Jeep too. So I've been. How many motorcycles do you have? I have four right now. I have four right now, but I'm looking to sell my little 69. I have a little classic 69 that just never sees the light of day because I have these beautiful Harleys and,
0: uh, you know, I had a
1: Harley, right? I remember talking about that. Yeah. You used to ride a lot. Yeah, I did. So awesome. It was a sportster.
0: It was a sport. It was a sporty. It was a uh, 88. Yes. 88. I bought it in brand new. And I, I had it when I still lived in the Bay Area, and then I brought it up to Portland and just didn't ride it much up here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm on the Road King right now, the anniversary edition, it's a giant bagger. But then I also have this really awesome Mean Streak, Kawasaki Mean Streak, that's really fun too. Yay. Hey, yeah. fun. Right
0: but so, so you,
1: do, you do enjoy yourself, you do things that you love. And yes, that's and that's really, that's, I'm probably more motivated than I am, but I'm actually really motivated to live life too. I do not throw myself in the studio from 6 a.m. till 8 p.m. hating everything that I do. No, absolutely not. I do little things here. Yesterday, I worked two hours on really mediocre choreography and I felt really great about it to <laughs> because I thought it was the start. Like Raven's like, how was your work? You know, and I looked at it in retrospect and it's really kind of this, boring lyrical phrase but this morning instead of being like oh you know that really sucks you're, you're never going to make anything great i really thought great start if i can give it two more hours today this is going to be even better than yesterday nice yeah yeah so yeah i'm finding lots of time right now to enjoy things
0: so what else do you do to take care of yourself
1: Um, well, I definitely love anything physical. I'm kind of a physical junkie that way. I love to go on a run. I have this great routine. You love to run too? Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. I love to go on a run. It makes me feel so good. I've been working with Ashley Lopez in Mm -hmm. Portland. She has a little routine she came up with for me. um, that's really helping me with some hip issues that I'm having. So that's been really great. I love to have a really good breakfast. I love the bathhouse. I love the outdoors, kids. And I try not to have much schedule when I'm at home. Like I really do get to do what I want for the day. And hopefully I make pretty good choices. Nice. I like that freedom. Cause like I said, I just don't like knowing what I'm going to do. All that <laughs> scheduling. It's just crazy. Years <laughs> in advance. <laughs> oh, but
0: But, you know, so there you go. So how have you seen changes in the global dance world?
1: Mm, Yeah, so crazy to think about that. I think think a lot of things, the most positive thought that comes to mind right away (laughs) is that I think that belly dancers are falling so much in love with dance that it is spreading out to the larger dance community. Mm. A lot of people that started in belly dance that wouldn't have cross-trained before are now very into taking contemporary classes, taking lyrical classes, doing circus arts, you know, adding poi, like all these things that I think that people would say is like going so far in belly dance fusion. But I think what's really happening is that it's just filtering into dance. Like if you're a dancer, you're a dancer, then you study other forms of dance, you do other forms of dance. So I kind of feel like this tribal fusion quote unquote genre is kind of filtering into a lot of other dance spaces right now. Mm. I think the negative side of that is that we're not getting a lot of new people. Mm. I I work with a lot of people I've known for 20 years, most of the time still. So there's not a lot of new people in my workshops anyway um, and things like that. So I think that although it still feels really strong from the people who love it, I think it is dwindling in population a little bit. But I also think that our dance community is getting wider. So you could think about it as getting smaller or you can think about it as getting
0: really
1: big. Hmm. I wonder
0: wonder if a lot of other people are seeing that, that there aren't a lot of new people or younger people.
1: Cause I I hadn't actually heard that before. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of new people or younger people right now. We're all working in the same generation really, you know? So that's kind of interesting, but also maybe it's because I'm teaching more advanced work in my genre. So maybe I wouldn't see new people, but I really don't see new people popping up. It's a lot of people that I've known for a really long time.
0: Right. A lot of people still in, still doing
1: it. Yeah. Which is also awesome. Which is also awesome. And I know a lot of people who are really cross training right now. I was just having a conversation with a dancer that was like, I love belly dance, but I'm in love with bachata. And I, I think belly dance is a gateway drug. To dance and I think when people start to belly dance usually not usually a lot of times they're not dancers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You right. know, so all of a sudden it's like this gateway drug to dance for them, you know. So eventually we're gonna lose people just to the bigger world of dance.
0: But what have you seen with your students over the
1: years? What what is what is rewarding for you? Friendships. Connection and friendships. I really feel like I have just made the best connections. Also research and improvisation. You and I both have done so much research, like decades of research on group improvisation and what works and what doesn't work. So I think that there's a real artistic uh, side that I've gotten from it. But really personally, it's these friendships. The teachers that I work with now, I've just worked with forever you know, speaking a, a language that's without words and only movement, it just makes you so tight. It makes you so tight. Yeah. Connections. I think that's the biggest for me.
0: It's it's um, kindred spirit. Yeah. Like-minded soul. And it doesn't even matter, you know, age, size, color.
1: No. Uh, In- during conversations at like two o'clock in the morning, you know, those kind of things. It's the best. Nice. It's nice. The best. All those artistic people in our lives. And then, of course, to surround my girls by some of this stuff, them going to tribal fest, things like that. It's just so special. Like we don't even know. Carrie always, Carrie and I always say, one day when we're old ladies. We're going to sit on the porch and we're just going to cry and cry and cry and cry. Cause right now we don't have time (laughs) right now. Nobody has time to just sit around crying all day about how special and beautiful things are. But yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe I better make that time. I got to schedule it in my calendar.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's, we don't want to lose what's really present today. You know, we can get, we can get rushed around and rushed around. And I think that's part of what happened with me was I, I got so full that I I couldn't, I couldn't see, I couldn't see.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? And it's like, I got to stop. I got to go away. I'm going to the woods.
1: Well, I was going to say that's when you ran to the farm,
0: right? Yeah. That's when I bought a farm and had goats and chickens and (laughs) dogs and, and a a vegetarian wine bar while I was traveling around the world. Okay. So a little (laughs) obsessed, you know,
1: Uh, what time do you get up in the morning? Five
0: <laughs> but, but, I don't stay up late anymore. What time do you go to bed?
1: Ten eleven? Ten Well, I mean, I do go to bed around eleven, but I'm still getting up at like nine. And we'll see, and I don't
0: sleep much anyway. <laughs> I think I actually woke up at three this morning and I laid in bed till five. <laughs> not preferable but that's that's another story um but yeah i mean i definitely i'm just a morning person but there was time there was a time when i I taught every night and then i'd have rehearsal until 11 and then we'd go
1: out for dinner you know yeah this is my battle right now i'm trying to do two things i'm trying to one not do dessert monday through friday And I know that this seems ridiculous, but this is where I have to start. I'm not even talking sugar. I'm just talking like dessert. If I would have it for dessert, I can't have it Monday through Friday. Today was, this week was Tuesday through Friday because I screwed it up on Monday. <laughs> and I'm trying not to eat after 5 p.m. Wow. Yeah. This because? Because why? Well, a couple things first thing is I, well, really one thing I've just battled with addictions my whole life. We've talked about this before and I have traded one addiction for the other since I was like 14 years old. And I, since I stopped when I went from cocaine to Adderall, Hmm. I was making this interesting shift of how I was going to save my sinuses (laughs) from doing all of the coke and taking all of the Adderall and I thought it was kind of a harm reduction and I guess for me it was kind of a harm reduction Mm. but look at it now I'm kind of like ooh, those are real baby steps like real baby steps and then when I stopped doing Adderall and really this is the most sober I've ever been in my life I started to look at my next addiction that I care about quitting. There's some addictions I don't even want to, I won't even talk about, you know, like they're off the table completely. But I noticed my addiction to sugar is so bad and it lights up the same part of your brain as amphetamines do. So of course I'm addicted to sugar. Like this is just the next thing for me to have like a dopamine at all times to get any work done, you know, like I'd have to do a line of Coke before I started this, or I'd have to get a separate, or maybe I'm going to go get an extra shot of whatever, because I have to do something before I get to that spot. So I've been looking at sugar and my parents are really addicted to sugar as oh, well, yeah. my mom. And we kind of grew up with it, Midwest diet. And every night I would have dessert every night. Mm-hmm. I would have, dessert. And this yeah. is not like a dark, a piece of dark chocolate. <laughs> blackberries this is like fucking cake you know yeah, what I mean?
0: right yeah well that is kind of that um midwest yes or or maybe it's the older generation yeah i love it it makes my brain light up right now see but but i i don't hardly do any sugar
1: see that so and it's very addictive so the more you get off of sugar the easier it is but right now i'm just trying to do Monday through Friday, no sugar. So mostly it's about addictions Mm -hmm. that I'm kind of working with some harm reduction. And then of course, I'm not uh, as physically active as I was 10 years ago. My metabolism is changing and I wanna do the right thing in my diet. And I wanna feel light during the day and and light at night when I go to bed and maybe waking up earlier in the morning because I didn't eat dinner at 10.30 at night. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that that
0: definitely created havoc with my gut way back in those days, and I ended up going gluten free and vegetarian.
1: Yeah, and see, I'd like to do this before my body freaks out.
0: Right. Yeah. You know? I'm doubt. I think that's great. Congratulations, and and many blessings to you for overcoming those
1: addictions. Well, we're still working on it, <laughs> but that's <laughs> but a really
0: huge, and it's really thank you for sharing that because. I think it's really important to talk about it and for other people to hear about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And people need to know that there are a lot of successful people that battle drugs. Yeah. And there are a lot of non-successful people that are absolutely drug free. And this is not a way to judge people is by their addictions. Yeah.
0: Um, But to want to feel good, to want to feel good in your body. And you know me that I talk about that all the time, especially as a coach um, that's one of the first things we work on is self-care mm. and I mean ultimately we are here to feel good That's it. BAM. Yeah, that's it.
1: That's
0: it. So how do we Treat ourselves. I mean and here with us as dancers our bodies are our medium Yeah, and if our bodies aren't working man, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, and it's for real when it's not working. Yeah, I mean, I just went through a serious back injury last year, and that scared the hell out of me. I had to quit dancing for six months.
1: Wow.
0: I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to walk again. I mean, wow. it, was, it was horrendous, you know. Was cool. um, but, but we do need to take care of ourselves, And, and um, to get support and to acknowledge what you are doing and going through is huge, Amy. That's really amazing. Thank it's really amazing that you can be public about that um, and, and
1: get support, but also give support. Yeah. Well, I think you, you have to be strong enough to give it, right? Otherwise, you're just a wreck walking around the world. You can't offer anything.
0: Yeah. So good. Well, many, many blessings, and no sugar to Amy.
1: <laughs> no sugar, yeah. Like I said, I screwed up on Monday. It's no one send Amy chocolate. <laughs> yeah, no one send me chocolate. And I knew I should have thrown away that cake on Sunday night because I can have dessert on Saturday and Sunday. So I had cake, and I didn't finish it, and I felt really good about oh. that. Oh, I put it in the refrigerator. No out of the house I I "I didn't want to waste it and she said you don't want to waste drugs you don't want to waste drugs you want to waste your poison you know and I'm like no I don't she said we have to be okay wasting poison so yeah but I only bought one piece of cake but I didn't finish it but I did finish it on Monday (laughs) And now you're good. Now you're sugar free. <laughs> now I'm working on Wednesday, and today's Thursday, so I only have to make it two more days. But do you notice a change? Oh, I definitely notice a change, and also it gets easier. Every day gets easier, mm-hmm. for sure. And then I do have little tricks. If it's really bad, I have cocoa flavored rice cakes <laughs> in the cupboard, which to me is not dessert at all. But I can have those (laughs) really throwing a tantrum. That's good. That's good.
0: It's the placebo effect of some sort.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think it's because, you know, I smoke a lot of weed. So it's really hard to smoke so much weed and not get the munchies. It is. And it's a battle between mental health and munchies. And at some point, your mental health
0: amy you got a rule man
1: yeah right take it as far as you can
0: oh wow all right so what a fun what a great conversation is there any words of wisdom you'd like to impart on our viewers
1: oh i would really love to encourage people to act locally in kindness right now i think that there's a lot of overwhelming factors um, where we feel very small in the bigger picture and we feel like we can't do things and i think we forget that what is right outside of your door is equally as important and to be kind to those around you and to go out of your way to do acts of kindness without recognition is so important mm that poor lady who has to work at the drugstore all day right now, you know, like just, just those little things. It really does take a team, you know, to, to even, even walk through the day. So I really want to encourage people to open their eyes and, and look around and be generous, be the first one to offer the help or the kindness. And I think it will be received right now in big That's ways. Beautiful. That's
0: really beautiful. Uh, we forget. Yes. We get so caught up sometimes in our own
1: little lives. Yeah, because we're sad too. I get it. I'm, I'm sad too, but I don't want to spread sadness. And,
0: you know, I, I, I say this all the time, but make every day the best day of your life.
1: Yes. But isn't that such a balance? Because tomorrow may come. It might. It might. <laughs> it might not. It might not. It's the big, I always tell Plum my youngest daughter, I said, Oh, plum. I said, life is the biggest gamble. It's exciting. You know, it's roulette like 24 seven, but it is the biggest gamble. We had a big discussion. When one of our dear friends passed away. Well, plum was like right in this time of her life where she didn't want to go to school mm-hmm. and it turned into like, why am I going to school? Mm-hmm. You know. And it was like this big discussion that you have as a parent, as a kid is like, it's a gamble, babe, you're right. If today was the last day, would I go to school? No, I wouldn't go to school. But there may be tomorrow. So what's, what's the risk factor today?
0: <laughs> there may be tomorrow. And I know, well, I know there's gonna be tomorrow. But, because I'm getting a new trailer. <laughs> and I have a new puppy. So, we finally got quiet. Thank you very much. So, all right. Well, Amy, thank you for sharing your time and space with me and with all of us out there in our, in our viewer land. I'm so delighted. And uh, again, it's been such a pleasure. It's been so great to have been with you over the last 20 years <laughs> on and, a off,
1: pleasure. On really and off and
0: on and off and um, just to share with our people, you know, what, what goes on, what it's like to be a, an artist and a, Uh, A a well-known dance superstar, global traveler. It's awesome. Harley rider. (laughs) (laughs) So um, thank you everyone out there in Heart and Hustle Land. Again, I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Reese denis I'm so happy that you've been here to join us. And um, make sure you have signed up to my newsletter at com. So you can also get all of Amy's information and links and see the photos and see all that's that's happening in the world, man. We got lots of stuff going on. So thanks for being here. Many blessings to all of you. And Amy, I love you. I love you. All right.